Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Swing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very interesting and a very different Monday night. Uh, I am here. I might sound a little bit different than I normally do because I'm on a computer microphone. I'm not at the studio because the studio has been shut down like everything else has been here uh, in the state of New York. So, I am home here today, um, and I think the biggest topic on everybody's mind and and the biggest, you know, thing going around in the news right now, if you're a sports guy like me, it's we don't have an NCAA tournament. We have no more NBA for a while, no more NHL. What's going to happen with baseball season uh, and WrestleMania? Um, If you are not a sports guy, obviously you know the grocery stores are a madhouse um, and people, people are losing their minds uh, because of this COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, for anybody out there who knows it, you know, who knows somebody who has been, you know, positive confirmed, um, you know, again, give them our, our condolences here and uh, let them know that we are supporting of them. Um, for anybody who is watching WWE, you can see Raw is done at the Performance Center here uh, in Orlando, which looks really strange, and all they've been doing is showing Royal Rumble replays, so uh, not really too much to talk about in the wrestling field tonight, but I come, the coronavirus that is so big on everybody's minds, uh, we have we have somebody very special and very important coming on today, don't we, to talk about that. Yeah, we have uh, Zach Pensray is on, and he should be calling in if he's not on now. Do we have anybody on? Is he, an eight, he on? It, it, yeah, the 805 number? Yeah, do you have that uh, music ready that I asked you to get? Um, Let me let me grab it here. I actually don't because I haven't been home all day, but I can get it in two seconds. Boom, boom, real right, quick. Go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get it. We'll start it, then we'll bring him on. Then I'll introduce sure, him sure. the way he used to be introduced. Uh, the way he used to be. 
Icon, do me one yep. quick favor though, buddy. Um, send me a uh, Facebook message with it, just so I know I have the right one. Um, but yeah, so we're so we're talking a little bit about this here today. Um, this this uh, coronavirus and how it's affected so many different things and so many different people uh, and how it's affected sports. I mean, all of us are sports guys and gals. Granny, I know we know she loves her sports teams. Uh, how is this going to affect? everybody and and what they're doing and um honestly i i don't know i mean i think that did, did you get it yes yes i'm I'm just uploading it but right well what i did icon was i uploaded it to the radio station computer um but obviously i'm home today because I, I got sent home today as did everybody else so i have to do it on my house computer so it'll take me two seconds all right um, All right, but uh, yeah, Zach, so, uh, hold so on, hold on, on, buddy. We'll, we'll go to you. We'll, we'll go to you in a second. We're gonna we're gonna do something special. I'm gonna introduce you, but don't don't speak yet. Let me introduce you. I didn't. And then, he's, uh, he, he's still on mute. Okay. All right. Let me know when you're I ready for music. Mute. You start, and I'll introduce him. Oh, I will. I will. And again, guest, uh, I, I do apologize. Um, like I said, I, I had this loaded up, ready to go on the radio station computer, but uh, I was, you know sent home today when everything got shut down and didn't do it on my house computer like I should have. So give me one, one quick second and we'll get this done. Um, but icon. So, so yeah, uh, just to give everybody a quick little taste of, of what we've got going on. Um, all right. Uh, we, we, have, we have a very special guest. Yeah. Uh, and I'll introduce him in a second. I know he's listening. Uh, we'll get to you in a second, but, uh, we have, uh, Kilgore, uh, on with us, and we have Damian Legend. Unfortunately, Onyx is unable to uh, be with us tonight because her father just passed away. So she had to pass, and that's more important. So, mm-hmm. uh, but the cool thing is, our two get our two guests will actually turn into three because they are also a tag team called Victim or Victim of the Fall. So uh, we're going to talk to them individually, and then we will talk to them together as their tag team. So that'll be great. And then uh, we'll be able to give uh, our first guest, I know he's listening, we'll be able to give him a little more time. Uh, we'll be able to give him, uh, well, longer time. So let me know when you're ready. You start it, and then I will uh, introduce him the way he used to be introduced here in Fargo. Oh, in so Fargo. Way, we, do Fargo. Have, we, do have, hmm? we do have a lot of his fans listening right now. Uh, and they may even call in. They said they would because they have questions for him as well, not necessarily about the subject he's talking about, but about some other things. So we're going to take some calls. We're going to have, have some fun with him, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, okay, so, you ready? Okay, yep, go ahead. All right, let me go back to the screen, and bada bing, boom. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to back. Great, man. I love that introduction, man. I feel like you're screaming somewhere in your apartment and just, I he wonder is. what your neighbors are thinking right now. He is screaming well, in know, his apartment. You know, you know, it's funny. Uh, you've been oh. to this apartment. You know what kind of neighbors I got. So uh, 
you know, who cares about them, right? So yeah, um, whatever. Thanks for the introduction. I, I want, I want, I want to introduce uh, a good friend of mine, uh, who's uh, he's actually been, uh, I guess you could say, my spiritual brother, and uh, he's gonna, he's got an important thing he's gonna talk about. Uh, I, I'm gonna give you as much, ca- uh, much time as you can. I know you only got a few minutes, but we'll, we'll keep you as long as you can. Uh, but um, there's a, there's an interesting uh, thing going on now. Uh, of course, it's the coronavirus. And uh, it's affecting a lot of your brethren. And uh, we're going to have you talk a little bit about that. Then we're going to ask you a few questions. Like I said, I know you don't have much time, but if you can give us uh, ample time before you got to go, uh, we would appreciate it. So if you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your your initiative that you going, got going on, then we'll ask you some questions about it. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. I, and I appreciate you guys having me on and, and the time that you guys, are sparing for me to talk about this because I think it's it's close to my heart. I mean, I know that uh, obviously I played baseball for 10 years and pretty much my whole life and I'm still playing. And I think what's going on now uh, with everybody, either their jobs are sending them home or they're working from home or some jobs are even just saying like, Hey, we're just not working for like two weeks. But with minor league baseball players, I think that they're really kind of getting a lack of support that they need from their, from the organization. So specifically, I mean, spring training has ended for big leaguers and for minor leaguers. Um, the, the challenge is, is that big leaguers are still getting paid. A lot of them have million dollar contracts. A lot of them, even if they don't have million dollar contracts, you know, they're getting paid kind of big league wage, which uh, minimum wage during the season is $500,000, um, even more than that, actually. And that's not what they're getting paid now, but they have more support from the big league, from the big league organizations. And I think right now, minor leaguers are just sent high and dry. They just said, hey, guys, go go figure it out for another month, even though we know that this month we promised you guys three meals a day, a place to stay, and a place to work out and train. And obviously we understand that the coronavirus is spreading quickly. Whatever it is, it's very, very contagious, and they don't want a bunch of people in the same room in closed quarters, and we understand that. But I think the thing is, is that – it's kind of challenging when you just send a thousand minor leaguers to just go and try to figure out a place to stay, try to figure out a job for about four to six weeks, depending on how, how far the season gets pushed back and with zero support from their major league organizations, which are making billions of dollars. So for me, it's very challenging to just sit back and not say anything about it. I personally, I'm not for like raising minimum wage in the minor leagues. Um, That's, something that's being fought by another group but for me i think with no support at all in this situation from major league organizations it's hard for these guys to survive it's hard for these guys to stay in shape it's hard for these guys to even eat or find a place to live a lot of them have families some of them have kids and it's just a big challenge for me and i work closely with an organization called more than baseball and that's what they do they support these guys when the major league organizations do not provide that support that they need, whether it's financial, whether it's a place to live, whether it's anything like that. But it's, it's very, very challenging for these guys to find something to stay in shape and even just live. Like we're not complaining. I'm not complaining about, you know, pay or anything like that, but just give the guys support. These guys need support, man. They need a place to live. They need some food to eat. And they planned on it happening in spring training and, yeah, that's kind of what I want to talk about, and I want to just bring that to everybody's awareness is the fact that these minor leaguers have just been sent home with no support at all, 
hey, go home, figure it out, and we'll get we'll get in contact with you. No company well, you know, hire these guys for six weeks. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy is I actually um, in my early radio days I worked with a minor league baseball team in the town that I went to to college in. Um, they had they're no longer a team now. They've switched cities. They're uh, it was with the Detroit Tigers organization. Um, but they were up here in, in upstate New York. Uh, it was at Oneonta Tigers at the time. Now they're, now they're the Connecticut Tigers. But uh, I, I, I remember over the summer, I mean, these guys were staying in the dorms at the college that I went to. I mean, they were, they were just normal guys. We'd go out after, you know, after practice and, 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 and hang out and get beers and chill. And, I mean, they were playing Xbox in the dorm rooms. And, I mean, these weren't. These weren't guys like I didn't feel star-studded around these guys. I felt like they were normal dudes, just like me. And I know for a fact that a lot of them, you know, some of them, some of them moved up quick, some of them didn't. And yeah, I, I, I feel like these guys were just normal dudes who were particularly good at playing a particular sport, which in this case was baseball. And I, I can't imagine for you guys, what you're feeling, because not only are you, you know, having to figure out something to do for four to six weeks or however long this takes, but aren't you worried about being a little rusty when you get back too for not playing baseball for that long? Yeah, definitely. And, um, like, you know, I, I hear a lot of people say, you know, the support from the teams is that you get an opportunity to play in the big leagues, but that's not what it's about, man. This is now about life and death. And also if they want you to stay in shape, like where? Where can we stay in shape? We can't get we we you know these guys cannot afford to get a personal trainer. They have nowhere to work out. You know some of them were were. Here's the thing too is if they go back home to where they were working out, colleges, high schools, everywhere everywhere where they were working out are all closed down too. So yeah, that is that is a concern of being rusty when they get back to whenever they get back wherever they go. And also, um, some of them may never even get another chance because their opportunity was to fight in spring training, and without that, they may just they, they may just get cut. And I'm not asking anybody to feel sorry for that, but, yeah, that's, that's a big concern is that people are going to show up rusty. They're not going to have a place to work out because of this whole situation where everything's shutting down. Fields are being shut down, high schools, colleges, everything. And so that's where I think these guys wanted to stay in the spring training facilities where there was a place to work out, there was other guys working out, they could face hitters. They could face pitchers, and they can ultimately just be practicing where where they were able to, and not not have to get rusty again. So yeah, it's a great point that you bring up. Hey, Zach, and let me uh, let me uh, hold on one second. Zach, let me, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, bring you back. Let me let me bring you back to your situation. I remember when you were a rookie, and you started with the Parkinmore Head Red Hawks. And uh, of course, I'm not saying this just because it's you, but everybody knows it's true. Uh, you became the greatest shortstop in FM Warhead Red Hawks history, and there's no debate about that. Now, when you yeah. decided to move to Fargo and play here, what did they do for you that uh, minor leaguers are not getting out now because this is all being shut down? What What did you get that they're lacking right now? Tell us. Um. I mean, ultimately, like, host families is a big part of what Fargo does for their guys that stay in Fargo. So there's only a few guys they put up in apartments, but then the other guys they find host families for. And, Scotty, you know, you know you've been a host family before, or you call yourself a host brother. And um, that is a huge, huge thing for these guys, having a place to live that's comfortable 
and they can they can you know focus on other things about their game. If you don't have a place to stay, then you're always challenged with finding a place to stay, and that's your main concern: is where do I stay? Where am I sleeping tonight? But if you ultimately have a safe place to sleep, a roof over your head, then that gives you the opportunity to focus on your actual game, your abilities to perform. And so that's a huge, huge thing that I really respect Fargo for doing because a lot of these minor league teams, they don't have that. Like, you know, like you mentioned that those guys in Oneonta were staying in dorms. So some teams try to find dorms. And then also there's places in the minor leagues where they just say, hey, you got to find an apartment. And they're not familiar with the city. They're only going to be there for, for six months. So a lot of these, these apartment complexes want them to sign like a year lease. And then um, sometimes they only play there for two months. They get moved up or they get sent down or they get released. And they're stuck with this, this lease that they signed. So that's a big thing is the host families. And that's something I'm reaching out to locally is anybody, any minor league players or anybody that's willing to open up a room in their house to these guys while they're trying to just sit somewhere for four to six weeks until they hear, hear word from the organization, that's a huge thing. You get a roof over somebody's head, they can focus on other things in their life. So that's definitely a huge thing, and, and uh, we appreciate you, Scotty, for doing what you do with that as well. You know, and not to put myself over, but I would have to say, and I know uh, my co-hosts are going to be laughing at this, but I was probably the most famous host brother that you guys ever had. And unfortunately, uh, this year um, I might not get to be a host brother because uh, the league came down with a new rule that if you live in an apartment, you cannot host a player. Because That's only silly. veterans are allowed to live in apartments. That's weird. Because, That's very weird. Because only what? Only veterans Why? are allowed to live in apartments that the team pays for. If you're a host family, you have to live in a house or a condo. Oh. You cannot live in an apartment and host a player. So Yeah, I think uh, I think that comes down to kind of the league's responsibility, like you just said with the veterans, is they don't know if the teams are – saying that they're staying with a host family, but then ultimately paying for an apartment. So they have to kind of control that situation. So I understand where the league's coming from. Mm. But, yeah, it is a disappointment for host families that live in an apartment and do want to host families and put themselves out there. So that is disappointing for you, Scotty, but you also got to look at it at the league's perspective, and they're trying to control a situation to where it doesn't look like the team is going above and beyond for certain players because they have to control the veteran situation. They have to control They have to make it even for everybody. So coming from that perspective from the league, um, it sucks, but man, you got you got to just kind of uh, be okay with that. Well, the good news is, uh, me and my fiance, we are going to be getting, moving into a condo, so I will be able to host again. Host. And uh, also, not to put myself over, but and like I say, you've been here, you know that the players' room is like the Red Hawks Museum. Yeah, it is. So now, if uh, now is there a, is there a website or? Uh, and like a GoFundMe page or anything that uh, if uh, fans listening out there want to donate to that they could, uh, is there one set up? Yeah. So on more than org, you can do whatever you want. You can put yourself out as a host family. You can donate gift cards. You can donate money. They have a place where you can just donate to them. They are a 401c3. So it's fully, you know, it, it's fully tax write off. If whatever you want to donate your time, your money, your, your house, you can donate that to morethanbaseball.org. Also, even further on Twitter um, and Instagram, there is a guy who started a thing called Adopt a Minor League Player. 
And so you can actually, during the season or throughout the year, you can donate whatever amount you want. I think they're asking for $100 a month for the season, which is about six months. So if you can afford that and you want to take that upon yourself or you want to reach out to those guys and do whatever you can to support those guys, please do because these minor leaguers, they're not looking for pity. They just need some support. They need some extra support that their billion-dollar organizations are not providing for them. Obviously, they got to support their major leaguers because that's what makes the show go on. But there's thousands of minor leaguers out there that are left high and dry, so please go to morethanbaseball.org. Or check out Adopt a Minor Leaguer. And those both of those are on Twitter and Instagram. You can go ahead and check those out. So please reach out. Um, you can reach out to me, too, on, on any uh, social media platform, on Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm kind of on Twitter, but, you know, most of my stuff is just Penprace 6 or Penprace 33. So any way you hmm. can help, I appreciate everybody listening. Anything you guys can do, we, we do appreciate it. And these minor leaguers appreciate it more than they can express. Uh, Zach Pinkers, I guess I, I know you got to go here soon, but uh, we, we got a few more minutes here with you. I know you got to go, but uh, you are also doing something uh, uh, famous as well. Uh, th- there's a woman that, that you're coaching some kind of Olympic team or something that also might be having issues. Tell us a little bit about that, real quick. I'm actually playing on the team, Scotty. I'm one of their infielders, but I'm also I'm also I help them with the mindset coaching, so I help them with their mental game. But I'm also, you know, I, I we're going to the Olympics, Team Israel. So I play for Team Israel. Um, that's a whole another conversation that we can have that I can't really talk about in this short amount of time that I have left. But, yeah, I play for Team Israel. We qualify for the Olympics. And that's a big question is, like, is the Olympics still going to happen? Right now, yes. You know, we all received an email this morning saying continue to work out, continue to prepare. And I think they're taking a lot of precautions now with the coronavirus to actually – not have to cancel the Olympics. So, yeah, we're preparing very hard. There's only six teams, six teams in the Olympics, so we have a 50% chance of getting a medal, and that would be huge. There's 20 out of 24 are American Jews, and then there's uh, four other that are Israeli-born Jews. Um, and so that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're fighting for an Olympic gold medal. And uh, real quick, when are, the, when, when are the Olympics – and would you be willing to come on either before you go out to the Olympics, maybe during or after, so you can tell us about the experience? Yeah, I'll be willing to come on. I'm not sure before, after, or during, but, yeah, I'm willing to come on again. They're at the end of July. July 25th is opening ceremonies. We don't have our first game. Baseball does not be played until July 29th. So that's the first official game in the Olympics for baseball, July 29th. Opening ceremony is July 25th. We actually will be on the East Coast. So I know um, I know a couple of you guys are in New York. We will actually be having a mini camp starting July 12th to 13th. We'll be having some games in the New York area. So maybe even I can come on live if I can if I can uh, make that happen. But I won't make any promises. But I'll just let you know that I'll be on the East Coast. So that's what we're doing. I'm excited, and I appreciate you guys' time. Definitely, um, I do got to run. So maybe one last question. All right, uh, Zach Penfrey's our guest. We got uh, one minute left here. Real quick here, because uh, I uh, we have a lot of uh, FM Redhead fans listening right now. What do you have to say to all the uh, all your faithful listening right now? Last thing. Last thing I got to say is Fargo. You guys are a hidden gem. You guys love your athletes, your sports. So I know how much that this kind of minor league baseball thing that I'm mentioning right now really hits you guys in the heart. 
So please reach out, do what you can to support these guys. Everything helps. Every little thing helps. And it just means a lot for fans to continue to support minor league players that are trying to make it to the big leagues and reach their goals and dreams. And Fargo, North Dakota, your guys' community supports that 1,000%. I love you guys, and you guys mean the world to me. So thank you guys all, whoever's listening. And, uh, Zach, one last thing that you'll be proud to know that I am down from 400 pounds to 180. I just want to let you know that. Scotty, that's incredible, man. That's an inspiration to everybody that's been 400 pounds and that currently is struggling with weight. Um, so continue to be that and continue to show and inspire people to lose the weight as well, man. I, I love that. Thank you for sharing that with me. Man, what an inspiration, brother. All right, I love you, Zach. Have a good night, man. We'll get you on again. We appreciate it. Bye, Zach. You, man. Thank you, guys. See ya. Thank you. Zach Springfree, ladies and gentlemen. So anyways, yeah, guys, I mean, I, it kind of hits me hard too, because like I said, I worked with a minor league program. I've seen those guys uh, in action. Um, You know, they are, it's not like hosting a major league player. It's not, you know, these guys are just normal guys uh, who happen to be good at a particular sport. So you know, it's good that you guys are doing what you're doing out there. Um, it's good that you guys have, you know, uh, that kind of love for your teams and that kind of sort. Uh, you know, it goes a long way. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to be a, a damper on anything. But, I mean, I'm just wondering how, you know, he said he qualified for the Olympic team, which is amazing. I'm just wondering if this is all going to be said and done and blown over by July. I'm just hoping this thing doesn't go into summertime, um, you know, because that does well, a whole heck of a thing, guys, You know, here, here's the thing, guys. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. We're not going to get political here. I just want to say this. And no, I'm not that's fine. Political in the but here's the thing. This thing, whether it's real, fake, whatever, it doesn't matter. This is a serious, serious issue. And it's of everybody. It's affecting you. It's affecting me. It's affecting Otto. It's affecting Granny. It's affecting everybody. And it's real sad what's going on in this country right now. Not this non-political statement. Like I said, I hate to keep saying that, but we wish everybody to be safe, to be aware of what's going on. We hope that everybody is safe, that everybody is well that this is going to get taken care of and be done no matter what they need to do to fix it. This is a bad thing going on in uh, in the world right now, all over. It doesn't matter whether you're five miles from me or 50 miles from Otto or 100 miles from Granny or 7,000 miles from, from Big Swing. It doesn't matter. We all care about every one of you. We all want you to be safe. Your safety is the most important thing. Listen to your officials. Listen to your heart. Don't do anything that's going to cause you to cause harm to you or anybody else. You need to think of what is most important, and that is your safety. It doesn't matter what else is going on. We want you to be able to go to work and come home in one piece and be safe (coughs) without having any diseases. That is our goal. We want you all to be safe. Listen to your officials. 
Listen to your congressmen, your congresswomen, your senators, your governors. Listen to whoever it is. If they say something, listen. Just be safe. That's all we want you to do. Absolutely. Now, Safety if, is first. Well, you know, if guys. That speech, if that oh, go ahead. over the top, I apologize. But my our due diligence is to the safety of our listeners and our fans. That's it. No, I was just going to touch on a couple things real quick. You know, um, they, uh, they've they been canceling. The whole state of Arkansas has basically canceled school for the next two weeks. I mean, they can do it like the kids can do it online at home or whatever if they have Internet access to the schools. But, I mean, churches are – I mean, we haven't had church last week. We're probably not going to have church this week. But, you know, when you're talking about sports, you know, uh, we have a minor league baseball stadium in Springdale, Arkansas, where I live. It's called Arvis Ballpark, and it's home of the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. And there's a double-A affiliated team to the Kansas City Royals. And Mm. the year that the Royals won the World Series, you know, about three years ago, a lot of those guys that was playing for the Kansas City Royals then – at one time played for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. And they had, mm. they sent out an email the other day saying that um, their box office, their front office, and their team store is closed until further notice. Now, they're going to be still selling tickets for the baseball games. At opening season, it's now, supposed to start April 6th. Real, real quick, guys. They are, April 16th is supposed to be – okay. I'll, I'll finish later, but that's all. No, you're, 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 you're good. No, go ahead. Grady, we'll the, have, guest, the guest comes we'll, first. The guest comes I know, first. I know, Grady. We'll have 15 minutes at the end to to have you finish that. Okay, that's fine. The guest comes first. All right. Yeah, bro. <laughs> all right, I can um, put him through. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. About to enter the ring right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Kilgore. Hey, this is Kilgore99. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big spring, and granny hoaxer. Hey, Kilgore, how are you? I'm doing just fine. I actually just got back from getting a fresh tat earlier on tonight. Hell yeah. Uh, got a big shark on my arm, but uh be wow. honest with you, the old lady, you know what I'm saying? She's a little bit scarier than the shark. So <laughs> we'll give it to her. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, here here's how we're gonna do this. Uh we are gonna have you on uh from nine thirty to ten and then we have someone that you might know. His name is uh Damian Legion. Uh he's gonna yes, be on from, uh yeah, he's gonna be on from uh, ten to ten thirty. And then we'll have uh, the we're gonna have the great tag team, uh, which is a victim of the fall, and uh, oh, they're yeah. gonna be on from they're gonna be on from ten thirty to ten forty five. Sound good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounds like business. All right. So here's what we're gonna we start with me, and then we'll go around the room, and then we'll come back to me, and I'm gonna ask you the tough questions. And then I know Damian Legend is listening, and we'll do the same thing to him. And then when this great tag team comes on, we're going to do the same thing to them. All right, so 
Uh, first All off, right. give us a little background about yourself, and then I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, well, I mean, let's break it straight down to the personality, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a metalhead from birth. Uh, played a couple of instruments, you know what I'm saying? Uh, bass guitar, drums, a little bit of guitar. Uh, used to be a vocalist. Uh, not very good at it anymore. Haven't practiced it in a real long time, but, you know, I take, I take all the intensity from my music and I kind of channel it into who I am inside the ring and outside the ring. But, uh, I've also got to say to the, to the other side of it, I'm a really kind person, you know, like, uh, just super nice guy. I mean, I try to get along with everybody, any color, any size, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm a people person to the core. Um, but I'm also somewhat of an antisocial person, you know, like there are my moments when I'm like, okay, you know, let me be a little reclusive and kind of kick back. But I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, grind as hard as I can and be the best that I can. Uh, best father, husband, professional wrestler, uh, anything I do, you know, uh, Kilgore 99 is our guest here. we got about uh, 28 minutes here with uh, Kilgore. So, you know, you mentioned that, that you're singing. I kind of like this, and I hope you hate, you don't mind the comparison, but with your voice, as cool as it is, you sound to me yeah. like Chet Atkins, and that, that's just my comparison. So, uh, now, oh, yeah, I'm cool with that. that. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you have the antisocial tendency sometimes, and you're also, uh, you're a real nice guy, but let me ask you this. When you step into the ring, uh, would you consider yourself to be a heel, a baby face, an in-betweeny, or are you a crowd guy? Uh, to be honest with you, I mean, early on, I kind of had this, this whole idea of being this crazy, kooky, you know, just out-of-the-box baby face. Um, called myself Corky Sweat. Uh, wore this old school Mr. Perfect mask. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Now it's, uh, what am I saying? Long day, man. Excuse me about that. But, uh, my superstar mask, actually. It was, uh, the Mac Classic version by Cole Cabana. Uh, gold stars going around the top. Had the white template over the face on a black mask. Uh, wore the singlet. I did my dad's old school thing, uh, barefoot for a while. But, I mean, it, it just really wasn't my thing. Um, and, you know, kind of kind of coming out of that, um, I would say I, I started leaning more towards wanting to be more of a heel, you know, instead of just having a lot of fun and all that. Uh, I put together this, what I would call the bully character, you know, chapter in my book, so to speak. But um, it, it was a cool little thing that I had going for me at uh, – it was a underground independent wrestling out of Rutherford to North Carolina is where they ran at the time. Uh, I wrestled there for about a year and a half. I'd say about two years, maybe. Um, and then, you know, going on after that, I would say now I very much learned that it, it really is about what the crowd wants. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, you've got to feel the energy within the arena. I, I mean, it's, it's not something that's very easy for me to put into words. It's more something that I feel internally. You know, it's, it's, I'm, 
20 year old kid trying to figure this thing out, put it together and, and stay as humble as I can through the whole process, you know? Uh, Kilgore 99 is our guest here. we got about 27 minutes to, uh, here with Kilgore. So, uh, Brandy, it sounds like we could have a little bit of a heelish guy on our hands. What do you have for our guest? Kilgore 99. Well, Kill hello, hello, Kilgore. This is Granny Holkstra. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan, even though I have kind of a gimmick name. But Granny likes to give the heels lots of grief. I can talk some smack to the best of them. So I think I would have fun talking a little bit of smack to you, my friend. <laughs> I do a pretty pretty good job at what I do. So I guess one of my questions is to you, um, what has been one of your most challenging matches that you've ever had to do? Um, To be completely and entirely honest, I've got two that stick right at the top of my brain. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of them, which is actually on YouTube, it's – Solomon Kilgore versus Damian Legion, the uh, pride match. And that for me was like, it, it was, you know, kind of coming to a conclusion really about where <clears throat> I stood at that point in my life. And I mean, this is my, my, you know, real life dad, you know, it's, it's more to me than just going out there and having a match. Like it, it mm-hmm. really sticks to my heart and, you know, um, the king of hearts, you know what I'm saying? It's it's mm-hmm. not just something that it's not just something that I say. It's something that I do. It's something that I am. It's what I live, eat, breathe every single day. It's you know, it's not something I have to think about. It's just something that comes natural to me. Well, humbly speaking, of course. But uh, no, that match really stood out to me. He you know beat the hell out of me, taught me a lesson the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, and then I would say the other match, which you can catch on Facebook, I actually posted it under my Facebook, Kilgore VOS, VOS standing for Victim of the Fall. Um, it was, uh, Kilgore 99 versus Elijah Proctor. And Elijah Proctor, that's a young talent in South Carolina that I can really see, you know, busting out and, and really being, a, a huge star one day. I mean, that kid's got all the ability in the world. He's just a super down to earth guy. You know, he's up for anything. He's got all the heart in the world. I, I can't ask anything more out of him. He's just one of the coolest dudes I've ever met in the business. You gotta say. That's awesome. Uh, Kil- yeah. Kilgore, go ahead. I got about, yeah, we got about 24 minutes here. Uh, well, Kilgore, I want to introduce you to uh, our, our uh, the king of the uh, surfing wrestlers, uh, Autobahn Clutch. Who do you have for our guest, Kilgore, 99, 24 minutes? What's going on, brother? Autobahn Clutch here. Hey, I'm in the tag team myself. Uh, are you currently still in the tag team? Um, As a matter of fact, Victim of the Fall is still a tag team. Uh, currently at American Pro Wrestling right now, though, we are handling singles business as we speak. Um, last Saturday, uh, I did, in fact, wrestle a tag team match. I teamed up with Chris James, who the previous Saturday took my American Pro Wrestling United States Championship. And, uh, you know, we had a little bit of fun in this one. Uh, Squeaks and Dump Truck, you know, our opponents, 
ice cream truck. Everybody knows him, loves him, blah, 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 yada, 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 all that good stuff. Uh, all I have to say is I still won. You know what I'm saying? I got you, dog. I got you. So how is like uh how was your training? Like how long have you been training? And uh, talk to us about your training in the beginning. Like what kind of got you in? Did you see a flyer somewhere? What what got you into you know going to a wrestling school and uh, and, and doing this? Uh, actually, my dad and I and I can tell you the exact date. As a matter of fact, it was December tenth, two thousand eleven. The both of us went and sat down at an APW show. Uh, when they were running out of their old building off of uh, Whitney Highway in Spartanburg. And from that moment on, like, I I think we both knew it was something we kind of had to get into. You know, there really wasn't a question about it. Because for me, I mean, I've been watching what I see as a sport, pro wrestling is a sport to me. I've been watching it my entire life. Uh, I've started taking it more seriously, like, you know, I guess as a fan, enjoying it a lot more, uh, obsessed with it, really. And by the time I was nine, uh, for me, really, I knew that that was my honest career choice. Like, I didn't I didn't have anything else in mind to, you know, settle back on. It's, it's just one of those things, like, I'm, I'm too driven for this one thing that I can't let it go. I can't let it slip through my fingers. You know, so you and your father started training at the same time? Um, actually, he started training, and I was attending his training sessions, and I was actually recording the shows every single weekend wow. for APW. Uh, we did cool. that for about two years straight, and at about his year and a half mark in, you know, into actually wrestling from his debut point. I had started wrestling, so he's actually got about a year and a half on me of consistent work right there. But then later on, uh, my training, you know, early on, I had a lot to rough out. I had a lot to learn. Um, you know, I Always needed to learning, get right? exactly, exactly. Uh, I, I needed to learn many lessons that now kind of make up who I am today. But at the time, they just weren't available to me, you know. And uh, just one thing turned to another. I wound up just trying to stay doing something on the weekends at least, you know, like trying to wrestle at least once a week if that was all I could get by going to um, Underground Independent Wrestling, which, as I said earlier, I stayed there for about a year and a half to two years, Um even even back then, though, you know, like, I'm the first one to say it. I knew I was I was just garbage, you know, like I was garbage. I needed to really get off my ass and lose the weight and get in training, just like my dad did. And say he went from 385 pounds at five foot six to 189 pounds, and then he grew an inch because he lost so much weight. Wow, I mean, it was ridiculous. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so for me, like at the time, I had actually come back off of an injury. Uh, I was walking home from a buddy of mine's house one night, just, you know, wasn't paying attention. It was like 9 o'clock at night over in uh, Woodruff, South Carolina, and I got hit by a car and it actually, uh, basically I have the exact same break on 
my left leg as uh, Sid Vicious took when he went for the diving big boot. There's there's a comparison right there for all you folks listening. But, hey, on that note, when you got hit by that car, how long did it take till you got back in the ring? How long was the recovery on that? Um, Actually, it took me about eight months to to finally get back to comfortably walking. Um, I mean, man, it sucked. For the first three weeks, like literally the first 21 days coming off of the initial surgery, which was like six hours after – the incident actually happened. I was just laid up in a hospital bed with my legs still busted all the way open. Yeah, I mean, it's a bloody sight at this point. And both the bones actually broke in a clean diagonal break. So they were able to just go in there with a plate. They didn't have to put a rod in my leg or anything like that. They just put a plate in a 7-inch titanium plate, I believe. And uh, about 15 screws up and down my shin. And I went back about two years later and had uh, hardware removal surgery. And I had the plate taken out and, like, nine screws. But there's still some in there that are, you know, just there for stability. Uh, doctor's opinion, he just didn't want to take them out. Didn't think I needed to if I was going to keep up pro wrestling. Because, I mean, literally my exact first thought, laid up in the street on the concrete, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm literally 15 years old at the time, have only been wrestling on and off for about a year at this point. And I thought my, yeah, like it it was, my world came crashing down in a matter of seconds. Man, that's pretty heavy stuff right there, man. And So you're talking, you didn't get back in the ring until – Multiple, about two years, two and a half years later, or did you work in between? Because you said two years uh, into into it, you had to get the surgery to get them removed. Did you have any matches in between that time before they got removed, or were you just? I mean, that's, um, that's fascinating, man. Man, I'll tell you. Um, actually, before the hardware removal surgery, after I came back, my whole yeah. thing was is I couldn't lose weight because I couldn't exercise comfortably. Right. With the plate and all those screws up and down my shin. And, I mean, I stand at about six one in the boots that I'm wearing right now. Just some okay. old school work boots, you know. Um, yeah. It, yeah, like, it, it was just extremely painful even jogging. I mean, I would still wrestle occasionally, um, maybe like once every three weeks or so. But at the same time, I was attempting to exercise. I wasn't not doing something. I was still trying. Um, but finally, once I got the plate and most of the screws taken out, I went from 245 pounds to my lowest weight I actually got down to, which I felt was like kind of unhealthy. So I feel way better now building back up, but nonetheless was a 158. And then I ended up like, now I'm sitting at about 190 to 193. Okay. Somewhere in there. So you got any matches coming up? I mean, there's this whole situation with uh, with what's going on. Like, there's no matches coming up. Everything I got canceled. Or when's your next big match? Oh, as a matter of fact, huh? I'll just say the next match. The next match. And Kilgore '99 is about to become way more of a social media personality than ever before. Uh, like it's that. just a matter of you know. 
like I said, I'm still a 20-year-old kid trying to stay humble and learn, so I'm not out there spitting out opinions every day like a lot of people are. You're 20 years that, old? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, I thought you were uh, 15. Oh, no, no. I was 15 at the time. 15, um, 15, okay, I got you. I thought you said 50. I'm like, this guy sounds really young for being 50, but okay. So you're a 20-year-old oh, no, guy no. in the business. Very cool, man, very cool. Well, that's, that's awesome, yeah, yeah. man. That's awesome. Well, thank you for being on. I know Big Swing probably has tons of questions for you. Uh, Big Swing, what do you got? Uh, hold on. Uh, Kilgore 99 is our guest here. we got about 15 minutes here left with Kilgore before our next guest. And, uh, uh, you know, uh you know, you mentioned that, you know, you're going to be a social media uh, uh, a celebrity, and one of the things that's going to kick that mm-hmm. off is that your appearance on this show. Uh, I just want to let you know that. So uh, when you uh, really start making the show, uh, you'll remember who uh, got you going. But uh, go ahead, Big Swing. We've got a kill going on now. We've got about 14 minutes. He tells well, you, everyone, uh, guys. Yeah, well, Otto, Otto did a pretty good job of uh, laying out the question that I usually ask about, you know, how you got into the business and, and, you know, your, your past history. So I guess looking at it, um, did you have a particular superstar that you looked up to that you wanted to be like, did you have somebody that I guess you could call uh, your inspiration for wanting to get, get into this? Like anybody from any of the wrestling promotions? Um, Hmm. There's quite a few, uh, I'm, uh, I really – I can't say that I can settle on one guy, but I've got three that come to mind, as a matter of fact. Which one? Um, I'll say John Cena, just because, I mean, he's the man. You know what I'm saying? No mm-hmm. said. <laughs> uh, let me go with – I'm going to go with Cole Cabana, because he kind of – in a way, after studying so much of his work and trying to implement, you know, some of his ideas into my matches, just anything I can soak up from watching a match of his, you know, and try to apply it to mine, I, I think he's really taught me a little more about having fun in matches. And, you know, it, that goes in with entertaining the crowd because when you're having fun, it's a lot easier for them to have fun. Um, and then I'm going to go with uh, – uh, I'm just going to say Donovan Dijak. I mean, for me, I'm, you know, I'm not six foot seven by any means, but I mean, I pretty much look just like the guy on a way smaller scale. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I implement a lot of his mindset into mine, uh, you know, just throwing my variation to it. Is this another cap from the independence? Um, hmm. Dirty Andy Dalton. Never heard of him. Hmm. Uh, he's fantastic, fantastic worker. Just some of the smoothest I work know. that I've ever seen. I, I know Dirty Day, Andy Dalton. I know him personally. I love to hear that voice, Granny. What's going on, Granny? Uh, uh, no, I was just saying, I know dirt, I the guy that you, you said you've never heard of. I know him yes, personally. Ma'am. He's one of my wrestling buddies. He comes, he's a, he wrestles mostly down in Texas. No, he's from Texas, but he has yeah, wrestled yeah. over in Oklahoma. I got to smart myself up and, and check this guy out. Yeah, uh, do you think now? Do you think it's more fun? 
uh, to play as the bad guy than it would be as as because you know John Cena was like the super face. He was like the face uh, yeah. of faces. I almost want to eye rake you on this. Can I eye rake for just a quick second? This guy, yeah. uh, Kilgore, you seem too nice, bro. You seem like a total face, bro. I mean, that's all I gotta say. You just seem yeah. way too nice. But yeah, to but be a everybody bad guy. has that character. <laughs> Oh, well, he hasn't, I mean, uh, Otto, he hasn't turned that light switch on. I mean, a lot of my wrestling oh, buddies damn. said it's like getting in the ring, like turning on a light switch. When I get in that ring, that's when the character goes on. And when I get out of the ring, that's when the character goes off. It's like a light switch. So man, there ain't no like light switch over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, I mean, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, my style, I actually call it Lucha Libra because – I mean, my zodiac sign is a. I'm a Libra. Uh, my birthday hey, is like October that. 11th. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So for me, you know, it, it's kind of like Lucha Libre, Lucha Libra, my mm-hmm. little play on words. Um, and it's really just a lot of me trying to mix it up and come up with neat little ideas with my dad in training and implement them, see what I can do with them. Uh, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, you know, constantly just try to spin the wheelhouse with it. But um, I've, I've got to say it's uh, it's what a about lot guys, easier to be if, if you did the lucha style. What about guys like Rey Mysterio? I mean, did they have any influence on you at all? Uh, as a matter of fact, Rey very very much. Uh, Rey Phoenix too. Um. Uh-huh. And Laparka, uh, Two Cold Scorpio, Eddie Guerrero. Um, I mean, the list for me goes on quite far. Well, you know, mm-hmm. Ultimo Dragon. Uh, gosh, I mean, even you know, with today's talent, Wednesday Dorado, uh, Grand Metalik. Um, I mean, Kalisto. Psychosis, start. yeah. <laughs> I mean, my my honest favorite today running and I kind of think of him as more of a I don't know somewhat of a mix between you know Cena and The Rock but Ricochet I mean throwing Ray Mysterio in there but yeah me and Ricochet uh, we actually share the same birthday so like that that for me kind of you know it's it's cool hey how about this how about this at the same time let me let me let me smarten you up a little bit it's about you now, uh, Kilgore. It's about you. You know, you might share the same birthday as these other guys, but you can't be a mark for these guys. You got to focus on no, you no, and your future, man. So you're you're a nice guy, but I want to see that switch get turned on right now. Can you cut a promo? Can you just cut a uh, one of your promos right now? Uh, bam! Can we hear it? Okay, right now you're talking to the mesomorphic masterpiece. You're talking to the king of hearts. The primary superstar, the king of concrete jungle, the one and only, Kilgore 99. And when you step into an arena, a ring, any any building, any venue, it doesn't matter. When you step into the ground that I'm stomping on, there will be a reckoning. Victim of the fall. On the other hand, now we've got business to handle. Victim of the Fall is calling out any tag team that we can get our hands on anywhere upside the East Coast. Come find us. 
We'll find you. We'll take you to Swan City. We'll take you to Raccoon City. It doesn't matter. I'll keep my glasses on the whole time, baby. You won't see what I'm looking at. Nah. It's pretty simple, brah. Let me tell you what. My name is Otto Von Clutch, and I got my partner, Maverick. He might not be here now, but when you actually have the pair, the cojones, to actually travel over to the West Coast, I promise you, brah, we will take on your little tag team that you have. And, brah, before you know it, those sunglasses might be on like Orange Cassidy, but I'm going to smack them off so quick, and you're going to get this size 14-and-a-half-foot shoe, bam, right across the face. But as for another day... I do love you, but that was a very good uh, good promo, bro. I liked it. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Kilgore 99 is a guest. we got about uh, six minutes here left with uh, Kilgore. I'm going to ask you a few more questions, and um, I know that uh, you're going to hang on uh, to the next interview because I know that you uh, you have uh, something that you want to talk about with the, the tank team that's coming on, and uh, we'll keep that a secret for now, but... Uh, uh, here's one question I always ask all the independent wrestlers that uh, we have on the show, oh, and uh, no one no one ever answers it the same way. So I'm going to put it to you, two part question. One, let's say that uh, you and or you know your father, for instance, uh, are out in a out in an arena, and uh, like an official from the AEW or WWE, uh, you know, likes what you do, and they uh, they say, hey, you know. Uh, we watch you guys. We want you to come down and uh, train with us. We want, you know, we like to, uh, you know, have you work for us. Two-part question. A, is that something you want to do? And B, if you guys get that big multi-million dollar contract, because we know you got the drive to do that, but it's not a big time unless you still talk to us, because I still have your phone number. Uh, um, uh, of course, of course. Um, as I said earlier, super friendly guy. So, you know, I try to keep up with people as much as I possibly can. Uh, super busy all the time, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, on the other hand, um, I've got to say, it really would be a dream come true. But, you know, I'm trying to do the best that I can with it. And, and you know, if if it's meant to be, it is. If it's not, it's not. But then that I'm not going to work as hard as I can to get there, you know, and and do what I have to. It, it's about That's awesome. Motivation and dedication and reapplication, you know, it, and I say reapplication because it's not just once. You have to do this daily. Absolutely. Uh, that's awesome, and I, and I like how you take care of your fans, and you don't forget uh, those that uh, came uh, that uh, helped you get where you were, and uh, you always uh, uh, you you never uh, forget those that uh, uh, got you uh, from where you started to where you are now, and that's a, that is a great a testament to, to you. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I appreciate uh, that. Uh, we we do have another guest coming on. Uh, Big Swing, uh, let me know when he's on. And uh, Kilgore, I think uh, you know what the cue is. So um, uh, if you want to stay on hold uh, when the next guest comes on, uh, we'll do that. If uh, the next guest is there, uh, we'll bring him on. All right, no problem. All right. Don't leave on yet, Icon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
stepping. No, I mean, nobody's on yet. He knows. No, Icon, he's not on yet. Just wait a second. <laughs> Stepping yeah, I said no. walking down the aisle. <laughs> I love this. About to enter the ring right now. I give you Damien Legend. Yeah, bra, Kadabra. He's not on the line, bra, but it's Otto yeah, Von said no, Clutch. I, yeah, I said nobody's on yet. <laughs> uh, I love it. Is there it. anybody waiting on hold right now? I'm on no, hold, we, damn it. No, we've still got <laughs> Kilgore here with us, but that's about it. Yeah, keep uh, it on the line. Nah, Go nah. Ahead, Kilgore just handed Legion the phone. That's it, my man. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, real. All right, let me introduce you again, then you can do the liner. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. thanks to the guys for ruining the surprise. Stepping <laughs> out of the ring over walking down the aisle, he is the one, the only, Damien Legion. My, got to correct you again, brother. It's the Damien Legion. Hey, I'm sorry about that. The Damien Legion. Yeah. So go ahead yeah. with the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the intro, and then uh, we'll talk to you. All right. Give me one second. Hey, what's up? This is the Damien Legion. You listen to the Attitude Era Live with host The Icon, The Big Swing, and my favorite, the sexy granny holster. Yeah, bro. Wow. All right. Uh, I like that. I like that. The Damien. The Damien. Thank you, Damien. We got about, uh, we, we got about uh, 30 minutes with uh, Damien before our, our, our tag team comes on. Uh, so, uh, uh, Mr. Legion, if you could give us a little background about yourself, uh, then we can uh, ask you some questions. Uh, where do you want me to start? From the top? Yeah, uh, it um, sounds like you got a pretty deep voice like our previous guest, which is awesome. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I made them, so, you know. That's the <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, man. Um, So I've been doing this now for, I'm going on my ninth year. Uh, I got into business, uh, I was 31. And, uh, Weighed about 400 pounds, big old boy, and, uh, you know, through injuries and training and everything else, uh, you know, hit the gym hard, lost about 200 pounds, you know, kept working, kept working, and, uh, no, man, I'm fortunate, dude, got to work with a lot of really cool cats, um, uh, you know, it's kind of a who's who's list at this point, and, uh, no, man, um, you know, we pretty much do East Coast. Uh, you know, we've been out as far as Alabama, working for Action Mike Jackson. Uh, got to work Bill Eady out there the first night I went out there, which was cool for me because my granddad's favorite wrestler was Mr. Wrestle. I mean, a uh, mass superstar wrestler. So, you know, that was uh, that was pretty cool. But um, no man, doing it for eight years, uh, going on nine now. Um, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Get specific. Awesome. Ask questions. I got tons of answers. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, the Damien Legion is our guest here. We got 28 minutes here before uh, our, our tag team extraordinaires show up. So, now, uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you've been doing this for, for you know, a long time. And, uh, you know, you uh, your son kind of got in the business. But 
Uh, yeah. I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and we'll kind of go around the room. And yeah, uh, the uh, Kilgore 99 was just on. He mentioned uh, we'd asked him about uh, one of his uh, most challenging matches, and he said it was against a, a guy by the name of the Damian Legion. Uh, do you remember that match? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> We've had a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, no, no, the first match. I know he's talking about the Pride match. Um, yeah, no, it, it was different. Um, you know, and it, it's kind of funny whenever you're in the ring wrestling with your son and arguing with him, and nobody knows you're actually arguing, but you two know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, nah, man, it's um, it's a good challenge, dude. I mean, like, you know, so my whole my whole trip is, I want to try and be able to do, you know, as much as I can while I can, you know, while I still got some youth left. There ain't much left in the gas tank, but yeah, you know, turn so, forty next week. <laughs> but so, uh, so, getting so to work, the young man over here, you know, you got to go. You know what I mean? You got to be on your toes. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's always fun. So, when you guys were in that match, was it like one of those things like, uh, when you when you were about to uh, do a move on Kilgore, did you say, do you remember when I told you to do the dishes? And then Kilgore says, you remember when you wouldn't let me go to prom? And then, was it something like that? <laughs> it's not quite that real life, but it's uh no, nah, it's uh it's 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 more or less uh me and him just constantly and whatever we do, man, uh when it comes to wrestling. He you know, try and make it as uh I guess you could say aesthetically nice to look at as well as, you know, Everything's online. Everything's the way it needs to be. Everything's flowing right. And, uh, you know, sometimes if there's a hitch in the giddy-up, you know what I mean? And you got two, you know, two bullheaded alphas sitting in the ring. So, yeah, you know, you can get a little bit tested. That's all right, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we just hit the, each other. <laughs> the Damien Legends are guests here. We got about uh, 25 minutes here before um, our, uh, our tag team comes on. So, so my question. My next question, uh, and then we'll go, uh, we'll pass it on. Now, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself to be a baby face, a heel, an in betweeny, or are you a crowd guy? Uh, man, I'm really an expression. I like, you know, so I guess, like, if. If I'm full on heel, you know, I'm pretty much looking for the oldest woman and the youngest kid in the audience. You know, I'm a scared kid and I'm gonna piss off the old woman. You know, try and get her pull up. Try and get her pull up. Like, oh, that, that, yeah. uh, well, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's the goal, right? You know. Well, I'll tell you what. With that being said, uh, we have a guest that likes to piss off the old lady. So why don't we bring the old lady on? We got a heel guy. Granny, what do you got for our guest? See, Damien Legion, 24 minutes. What do you got? Well, you know, I I, 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 uh, I, sound, I think I would have a lot of fun talking a lot of smack to you, my friend, because yeah. I love talking smack to the heels, and I'm not afraid of them. I've stood up to 
guys as far as seven foot two, six foot six. I mean, granny don't back down. I, I've been handcuffed to managers, let me tell you. I've been handcuffed to a manager at an independent wrestling show one time. You know, and see, I'll be 58 in August, so I'm not really that old, but I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. And my matter of fact, I had an opportunity at an independent show over the weekend. I actually got to get in the ring. I live in Arkansas, and I actually got to get in the ring and read a letter to a tag team that are healed that I just absolutely love giving grief to. And I tell you, I thought the crowd was going to go wild when Granny got in that ring and read that letter. But there, there, there's nothing better than when you get to a show and, there, and there's that one person, that one woman, especially a woman, because, man, y'all can bite into it. And oh, I can I, I do that, too. That, that, that's 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 that, that is one of the best. Uh, that's one of the best deals because you already know you already know who to pick, and you get to go and you can have fun with that person for the next yeah ten twenty minutes. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, oh. I I have a blast. But I guess I guess one of my questions to you is you know you know. I'm a big fan. I'm not a wrestler, even though they threatened to throw me in the ring a few times and, you know, show me what and have me show them what I got. But I'm not a wrestler by any means. Don't want to be. But uh, I guess one of my questions to you is because I've heard this so many times over the years going to different shows, and I just want your opinion on this, you know, but um, I have heard the wrestlers say that the fans are so the most important part of the show that they're doing because they Mm -hmm. feed off energy. Now you have some people that's just afraid to boo and cheer and holler and whatever. You know, they just sit there and they don't, they don't do nothing. Cause what I do, if, if I, if I meet somebody in an independent show and they've never been to a wrestling show, so they don't know who to boo, who to cheer. I said, just watch Granny. I'll show you who to, you know, who to cheer for, who to boo for, you know. But I've, I've been, and I've been told by many wrestlers, they are always glad when I'm in the crowd because I kind of help. I'm kind of like their little cheerleader. I kind of help get the crowd going. I help get that energy going. So what's your opinion on the fan? I mean, you know, a fan can either make a show or they can break a show. And and I've heard that so many times. So what is your opinion on something like that? Okay, so pretty much I look at it like this. Um, you know, you, you, you know, fan, myself, whatever, you know, work shoot, work a job. And you go to work, you put in your 10, 12 hours a day, and you go on Monday through Friday. When you get to Saturday night, you get your family packed up and all that good stuff. Half the time, that fan is paying that ticket price to let out that frustration through the week. We provide that. We provide that template for them to do that. And you know that's so you want to give them their money's worth. I don't oh, yeah. care if there's five people in the crowd, there's fifteen people in the crowd, or there's. Two thousand in the crowd. You you want to give them their money for it, you know. So and that goes you know right along with anybody watching it on live stream TV or anything like that. You want to give them their money's worth. So yeah, you know mm-hmm. the band is the most important part because I mean that's ultimately who you're providing the entertainment to. 
if that makes sense. I mean, it's... Oh, very true. Well, I know I was at an independent show one time, and they had a very small crowd. I mean, I think there may have been 25, 30 people in, in, in the crowd. And I heard one of the wrestlers say from the back, I'll say, they said, well... They said, we don't have a big crowd, but it's going to be an awesome show because Granny's yeah. in the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of, your best, some of your best shows, some of the best nights are little tiny hole-in-the-wall venues that maybe there's 50 people there, but every single last one of them is ever ready to rip off every heel's head and ready to cheer for every baby. So, you know, and those oh, are some yeah. of the best ones. You know, so, I mean, you got to... You know, and I've also been on the flip side of it where I've worked at a flea market at 9 o'clock in the morning and it's like 30 degrees and five people standing out there. So, oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, so you, you take the good with the bad, but you treat them both the same. Oh, and, yeah. And that's, uh, Most definitely. That's Most, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, so what else you got for me? Well, well I'm going to let somebody else ask a question, so, you know. DT Relations, our guest here. We've got about 18 minutes here before our take team shows up. So uh, uh, I'm going to introduce you to, uh, you, you might want to might want to watch out this guy because uh, you guys can have some fun, too. I'm going to pass around Otto Von Clutch. We have 18 minutes with the Demon Legion. What's going on, uh, brother, man? I have a quick question man? for you, man. You're being a tag team with your son. I mean, that has to. I know you guys are going to come on here in a little bit, but to be a tag team with your son, how does that feel? Do you feel, uh, you know, I actually, uh, I always, my father, me and him, mm-hmm. once in a while, we'll actually uh, go at it in the ring. But, you know, when we do, it's actually pretty, uh, it's pretty heart throbbing. I mean, how does it feel for you, you know, as a father from your standpoint? How is it wrestling your son? Or, I mean, do you enjoy wrestling your son more than you know teaming up with him? How how does that how does that work for you? Uh, well, I mean, that was the goal right from the top. You know, from so you know, like rewind back to whenever we first got into the business or even talked about it. Uh, me and my son had went to American Pro Wrestling here in uh, in uh, Bowling Springs, South Carolina. Right, uh, older oldest running independent promotion in the United States, by the way. Wow. And uh, so we went to the event. I had never been to an indie event. You know, I went and seen some WWE events, stuff like that. Um, funny story about that. Uh, sorry, I'm ADD, so I'm going to go about three different places. Uh, it, you remember the uh, you remember the pay-per-view back in 1995? I'll uh, Beware of the Dog. They got shut okay. down. And then they had to like redo it on the Tuesday night. I was you actually were in the crowd that. on Tuesday. Yeah, I was I was in the crowd that night. I saw the Undertaker's uh, gold dust with all the lights out, and all they had was camera lights on. Wow, <laughs> camera lights on all the performers. So yeah, you go back to, you go back to what Granny said earlier about the fans. They gave the fans their money's worth, even though the power went completely out. It was actually the first pay per view I ever ordered. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so was I. Welcome to South Carolina weather. We will shut you down in a heartbeat. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, that though. But no, nah, I mean, my son, you know, he just thought it'd be really cool. I got into it. Yeah, you know, like I, 
I was a big boy back in the day. I weighed about 400, so, you know, I lived right. a sedentary. I live a sedentary life, man. There's no, you know, no hiding. So, you know, and I I knew at that point, you know, I was like, hey, dude, I better do something. I'm probably going to wind up dead one day. So, you know, we, uh, the American Pro Wrestling had a training school here in town, and uh, the trainer was a guy named Timmy Anton. Uh, okay. goes by Eric Anton or Morbid. And um, between him and my other trainer, uh, uh, Tim Kirkendall, which goes by Elite 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, man, just uh, we got into it. My son pretty much was at all the, you know, at all the practices, you know, at all the trainings. Uh, my my first year in the business, uh, so I do a little bit of film editing, and nothing special, but I do a little bit of film editing on the side, and uh, you know, one of my ways of putting in dudes outside of the standard, you know put the ring together, that kind of thing, be a gopher, is um, I filmed. So my son was sitting in the cat perch, you know, filming hard cam, and he'd sit there all night long, he'd film every show. And then I'd sit in the back, and I'd I'd be filming in the back, and I'd be running like a, like a monitor switch, because uh, everything went to hard feed. And, and uh, you know, get ready for my match, have somebody kind of sub in, do that real quick, and then, you know, come back and get right back to it. So, uh, yeah, he kind of got in real early, exposed real early. Fifteen years old, right? Uh, no, he was at this point. He's like twelve. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like twelve. Dude. Yeah, Doing the no, camera work, yeah. the hard cam stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, we and I mean that poor that poor kid. He sat up there. It was, it was that first year. I mean, it was fifty-one weeks. Fifty-two. You know, we missed Christmas week. You know, outside of that, I mean, it was, you know, he was, he was out there putting in his time. So, and then, you know, him growing up, you know, you got to grow into your body. Right. So it takes. Does he seem like he's gonna? And I imagine, I mean, does it seem like he's gonna surpre- surpass you in like being a workhorse in that sense? I mean, I imagine. Well, he's uh, the kid's an athletic freak. Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm what you call manufactured. You know what I mean? Like I took, mm-hmm. I took, um, I took kickboxing for about ten years. You know, okay. stuff like that. I've always, I've always been athletic, so okay. you know, I can translate some of that, and you know, but a lot of my stuff is, you know, constant beating it in my brain and finding little things that work well for me. You know, I'm on a good day. I'm five foot eight with my shoes on. Let's <laughs> put it like that. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a um, I'm a little bit more of a luchador, Japanese British style. You know, I I have to use a little bit more technique. Have um, you had the opportunity to work in the UK at all? Uh, no, unfortunately not. I mean, we're trying. You know, as of right now, we're trying to book in and everywhere we can. So if y'all know gotcha. anybody that book us over there, we'll take we'll take the gig. But uh, no, I mean we're um. You know, we're real big into a lot of the older British weapons and stuff like that. So, you know, that's, I take little pieces of that for myself, whereas my boy over here, he's just athletic. He just, you know, he just do a damn thing and be fine. Whereas for me, I got to work. I got to work twice as hard to get half the result. <laughs> Wild. Big swing. Yes. What you got? Uh, the Damian Legends, our guest here. We got about um, 
Well, we got about uh, 12 minutes here before uh, our tag team comes on. So, Big Swing, yep. what do you got for our guest? The Damien Lynch. Well, you guys have been you guys have been doing um, doing pretty good uh, answering a lot of the stuff that I you know um, that I I was going to to say. Um, but I mean, I guess the main thing would really be um, you know for you. Do you find it easier um, to a lot of the times you know like like when somebody's a coach, let's say, and and they coach their son. They always find it to be a little bit different uh, than coaching other players on the team. Do you find it to be different, you think, because you, te- uh, you, you, you team with your son than it would be if you were to, um, you know, if you would have tagged with somebody else? Like, do you find it easier, harder, more pressure, less pressure? I, you know, well, I'll, I'll, well I'll, I'll answer that right off jump. It's frustrating as hell sometimes. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but. On the, you know, on the other side of that, uh, it's more rewarding. You know, like when you pull off this uh, awesome double team or the work's just right in that one spot, you know, and it's like, ah, oh, that looked good. That, you know, that come out right or we got that react, uh, that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, it's, okay. the stuff that, it's the stuff that nobody else sees is funny, you know, when you can get in a frustrating situation. You know, because you got, again, you got two alphas sitting in the room pretty much, you know, trying to dictate, you know, how they want the, they they want their tag team to <laughs> to go, so to speak. And uh, you got two different, you know, psychologies, you know, behind that. So, you know, and, you know, and then it's father and son, so, you know, it's piss and vinegar at that point. <laughs> you know, but it's a... Uh, yeah, only um, when you get to the other side of that, and you know what you've been arguing about Monday through Friday, when you get to Saturday or you know we Friday show or whatever, you get to that, and you get to that point, and you perform whatever you're trying to do, or it's just the work within, you know, just mannerisms or you know uh, how you transition to something, and it just it looks right. There's your reward. You know, mm-hmm. and which side really doesn't have to say, I told you so, doesn't need to be said because, you know, it's already been proven by action. So. True, true. And, I mean, do you feel like, do you feel like you guys are sort of a, a kind of a yin and the yang when it comes to character personalities? I mean, are you both a heel? Absolutely. Do you have similar styles? Uh, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the same. Styles right. are completely different. Um, so again, me, um, yeah, I'm kind of like uh, what I call Diet Coke Lucha. Um, you know, I don't, and I'm not Ray Phoenix out there. Uh, okay. But I kind of got my own unique thing. Yeah. Okay. I nice. Know I know. I know everybody says that. Say as I just kind of got my own unique thing I do. There's different guys that I like um, that I don't see a lot of mainstream people really like and or know. Uh, so hmm. I kind of take little elements of them. One of my favorite wrestlers, I don't know if you even know who it is, a guy named Skull Murphy. Perfect I example. 
Um, Skull Murphy's a cat out of England. He was on World of Sport, I think, like 19, late 60s on up to the 80s. Um, but just a absolute beast of a heel. Um, and then he was a technical, you know, good technical wrestler. Um, so cats like that, Jim Brakes, Johnny Saint, uh, Tiger Mask. Um, uh, huge fan of Tiger Mask, even though I can't do one fifth of stuff that guy can do. Uh, <laughs> I'll fair enough try. Um, but uh, yeah, guys like that, man. So, and then my son, he's a little bit more, you know, a little bit more new school, a little bit more into, you know, what's going on now. Um, and it, to me, honestly, I think he looks a lot like Barry Windham in the ring a little bit. Um, it's my personal opinion. Uh, whereas with me, I look like, uh, I don't know, Japanese, British version of that. Okay. That does a little bit of okay. <laughs> I got where, where you. Where do you I got see you. it going for your, your son? Where do you see it going? Where, where do you, where do you feel like he will go? Hopefully he'll get me a house here in about 20 years and I'll be able to retire. That's there you go. <laughs> he can make a contract. <laughs> Buy your old man a house out in the woods so I can have me in my little compound and uh, I'm good to go. No, no, I want him to do big things. You know, I mean, ultimately, I get into this business and anything that I've done in this business that you know, can help put him in a position, that's what I'm here. Um, yeah, you know, that's the bottom line, you know, so, you know, I'm, and, you know, fortunately, I've been able to work a lot of really cool cats, but, you know. Well, now I'm going to ask one quick spot. thing, Icon. One one quick yeah. thing I'm going to ask here, just because, and Otto, you inspired me uh, to, to ask this question, um, and I'm not, I'm not going to get into all the details of, of Otto's thing, but, uh, I'm sure you can look it up. It's pretty well, pretty well documented uh, in his in his storylines. But if you had to face your son one on one in the ring, who do you think would win? Oh man, yeah. every time. You? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Every time. Every time. Okay. He'll never All right. Win. All right. So until he can beat you, he's he's not at the level he needs to be at, right? You know, it's like grabbing the controller out of the hand. You know what I'm saying? If you can grab it out of yeah. the hand, you can change the damn channel. He ain't changing the channel right now. Oh, all right. All right. I like that. I like that analogy. I like that analogy. And because uh, yeah, I always ask that. Whenever we have, whenever we have father-son combinations, I always ask that because I'm sure now he would say that a different thing. I'm sure he would say he would kick your ass. So, I mean, it, it really, it's always fun to have that dynamic and ask those, those kind of questions. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, here, here's something interesting, uh, Big Swing. Uh, even though we did uh, cover this twice now, that they've had many uh, matches before, uh, we're, uh, is there uh, uh, anybody on the line right now? Yeah, nobody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, besides well, him, there's, there's nobody on hold. All right, well, I'll tell you what, uh, the uh, Demon Legion, uh, why don't uh, you uh, take the cue? Do you have anybody there with you that uh, we could talk to? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I got Kill going 99 standing here right now. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, the father-son tag team of the future. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you victim of the fall. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, what's up, bro? Hello. All right. Now, uh, for those uh, for those people that don't know, uh, Kilgore 99 and uh, the Demon Legion uh, form a tag team called Victims of the Fall. Uh, Victim of the Fall. And uh, yes, for uh, my co-hosts that don't realize that I've been playing you guys this whole time, uh, just because I wanted to. Uh, how long have you guys uh, been a tag team together? Been about what now? About a year. Yeah, about a solid year. A solid year. And uh, with uh, with that being said, you guys been together for a year. Uh, how many uh, different matches uh, have you guys had uh, together as a tag team? Oh God. Um, now you're asking me to count. Uh, <laughs> he lost count icon, so it's a few, all yeah. right? Yeah. They kind of all blurred together. No comment. All right. Well, then I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, ask, you, I'll ask you this then. Uh, you know, because you guys are a great tag team, and uh, you have uh, been doing this together for a year, and uh, – you, you know, uh, the Legion got into business, and then a couple years later, uh, Kilgore got into business. Uh, and then you guys uh, figured, well, you know, what the heck? Uh, we can't beat each other, so why don't we get together and kick everybody's ass? Was that the way it worked? That was pretty much the sentiment. I mean, you about summed it up. Um, now, my question yeah, is... Now, I, mean, I mean, you know, it, it, here's the deal. Like, I created this kid. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys have the same it, voice, yes. From 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 my loins, I created this kid. So, you know, mm-hmm. he's known me his whole life. So, just doing the tag team stuff that was natural. You know what I mean? There's like a certain communication we do have in the ring that you know, just like some dude and some dude may not have or may take them years to have. We got that now, you know what I mean. So, you know that was the natural fit. You know, it's just blending the two styles is what's taking some time. Now I'm going to ask I'm going to ask a few more questions, and we'll kind of go around the room again. Uh, yeah, man. But now I'm just kind of curious. You know, you guys, uh, you know, you guys are a tag team, so you guys obviously travel together and uh, this and that. Uh, now I'll uh, I'll understand if you don't want to answer this because I, I I might cause a little rift. But uh, do you ever uh, do you ever get annoyed when he's singing in the shower or in the car when you guys are going up and down the ropes? No, I tell you what annoys the hell out of me is when he falls asleep in the passenger side and then he gets chopped while we're driving down the road. Whoa, 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 whoa! I gotta cut yeah. you off there, sir. No. Let me tell you what, I, I, I've been trained yeah. by Rakishi, and let me tell you what, that is the number one rule. If you're going to be sitting shotgun, you got to stay up the entire, the, entire time. the entire time. Does he snore by any chance? Does, 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 does he snore? You got to well, listen that's a to every story I got to tell. Because I got tons of Let's hear it. Well, does he, and does no, he snore saying, when he's in the front seat or no? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though, man. Like, you know. 
that's the only thing that probably ever gets on my nerves. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, so you got to understand again, too, my son has PTSD from these chops. Like, whoa, 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 time out, time out, time out. You're saying he has post-traumatic stress from the chops? Yeah, when I wake him up with him. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Damn. I know, right? <laughs> hey, like, there's some times where this kid will literally wake up as I'm about to chop, just like, you know, six cents <clears> kind of thing. Uh, but the now, point now, is, you woke up. <laughs> now, Jogo, I got, I got a question for you. Uh, and uh, oh, yeah. like I say, a lot of these questions may cause a riff, but I don't care. That's just what I do because I am a broadcast journalist. He but, likes to stir the uh, pot. Now, uh, like a big pot of beans. You, you being a tag team partner with your dad, you know, and I asked him this about when you guys were wrestling about, you know, did he, did you ever seek revenge for him not letting you go out on a date or letting you borrow the car on a Saturday night? Apparently, he never got that real. But uh, now, here's the deal. You know, generally the father's uh, job in life is to protect the son. <clears throat> there ever been a situation in the ring where the son had to protect the daddy? Um, I mean, I'll say, like, you know, I, I feel like both of us, humbly speaking, can, in a way, hold our own, you know, but not only father and son, but, in, you know, in a sense of words, kind of brothers in arms. Okay. Now, uh, I'm going to ask one more question, and we'll kind of let it uh, go around the room, because I know that uh, there's going to be more questions for uh, this awesome tag team. We have about uh, 20 minutes with you guys before uh, we have to wrap it up, but uh, we may we may go over because we're having such fun with you guys, and Big Swing doesn't have to get up early for anything tomorrow, and uh, I do, but I don't care. Uh, so the my next question for you guys, bond that you guys have, being father and son, being in the same business, traveling up and down the road together, now, you got to admit, though, with this time together, it, you guys can both answer this. Uh, I'd like you both to answer this. Now, traveling up and down the road together, father and son, you know, you guys have been together all your life. Is it at that point when you, either of you guys just hope it never ends and you just hope it continues forever? Every day. Yeah, no, I mean, we keep this thing running until the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Yeah, basically. <laughs> you know, fathers uh, actually listen to this interview, and uh, I know my dad, uh, you know, I'd do anything for him. I love mm-hmm. my father. I, You know, the only time he and I get to travel up and down the road is when we're doing holidays and, uh, you know, unfortunately funerals and stuff. But, uh, you know. Yeah. The only the, time, the only time my son's ever disappointed me was whenever I found out he didn't care for football. That broke my heart. Well, not even the know, XFL. Uh, What's that? Not even the XFL. No, nah, he he don't like football, man. He likes the game. He likes the game, but you know, it's like I'm a diehard Miami Dolphins fan. You know what I mean? Since '84. Yes, sir. I'll admit, uh, you know, uh, your, your son disappointed you because he didn't like football. I disappointed my dad every time I'd bring my report card home, but that's another story. 
Uh, See, I think we all got I think we all got our diehard teams here. I mean, obviously, uh, Icon's a Vikings fan. I'm not sure who Otto likes out there. I think he's too busy surfing. Uh, I'm I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, like diehard diehard Dallas Cowboys. You got Granny who loves the Raiders. Um, you've got ah, all sorts of big swing, big swing. You <laughs> take that back. I do. I hate the Raiders. I am a diehard Chiefs fan, and I have to thank this man mentioned that he was a Miami Dolphins fan. Miami actually helped Kansas City yep, go further into the playoffs to to get to the Super Bowl. So thank you. Yeah, I, I, I was just saying you're welcome for that. We enjoyed that and, ass whooping uh, we put on them papers. And, and I, I thank you, thank you. I, I am proud to admit, and I'll, I'll announce this right now, I'm proud to admit that I'm a Vikings fan. I am disappointed because the Minnesota Vikings have just traded Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. What Ooh. the hell? But anyway, that's another story. Hey, you so, got Granny, we got, got for, the for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Granny, what do you got for our uh, guest, uh, victim of the fall? Well, you know, I would love to see these guys come to Arkansas. You know, we've got um, a couple of independent shows right now, you know, with everything going on. Wrestling shows are kind of being postponed and everything, and that's understandable. But when things kind of calm down, I would love to see this tag team come to Arkansas, and I can definitely get them the information of who they need to contact because there's Arkansas Championship Wrestling – which granny is the president of their fan club, and they made me president of the fan club even before they had their first show. And then we have WCWA here, right here in Arkansas, where I live. So I would love to see these guys come to Arkansas and wrestle. Well, we would love to come to Arkansas and wrestle. I've been to Arkansas many a times. Awesome state. And, uh, yeah, just get us the info, and we've got all new press videos going out. Um we're about to release a big package of videos from the past year. I've got like 500 gigs of footage that I'm going through right now and um, putting out different matches and some highlight reels and stuff like that. So, you know, we've got plenty of material. We've got a resume on hand that we can email anybody that wants to know. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter. And, um, and uh you guys also have a you guys also have a great merchandising line, don't you? We're starting that now, yeah. So we've got. Um, are we cool to go ahead and talk about this, or do you want to you want to hang tight for a little while? I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's talk about it. And uh, uh, our, our fans listening, uh, you know, Maui Madness uh, has been canceled, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be doing something uh, to make up for that for our fans. And uh, uh, there's a rumor that you might have something for our fans. Is that true? Tell us about that. Yeah, so so what we're going to do, um, you know, is uh, we're going to – it's just a victim of the fall package. So what we'll do is uh, we'll send you a um, – we'll send you a little uh, thumb drive preloaded with some matches and stuff. Uh, oh, we'll yeah. send a T-shirt. We'll send a T-shirt. Um, a you pretty much it's gonna be one size kind of deal. So, you know, we'll send one extra large T shirt. Uh we're gonna send a little tiny thumb drive with uh, some matches preloaded, a picture, and a uh do rag because my son's obsessed with do rag. So you get now, a do rag. Now you guys are gonna autograph these, right? Oh yeah. 
Awesome. All right. So, uh, Granny, I didn't mean to steal your thunder there, but uh, 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 Otto, uh, I know that, uh, you know, you're part of a tag team. Now, I'm going to kind of stir the pot again. That's why I'm known as, sometimes known as the Hulkster, uh, like Granny is. She's Granny Hulkster, but I'm the one that steal, stirs the pot around here. So, uh, now, Otto, how would you and Maverick fare against these two guys? And then I'll have these guys respond after you uh, after you put your foot in your mouth. I mean, I'm not going to put no foot in my mouth. I feel like, you know what, this would be a very interesting matchup. I feel like it's a father-son, me and Maverick. You know, we've been hitting the roads together for the past seven years now together. And it would be very interesting, you know. I feel like uh, anytime they're in California, we could definitely make that happen. I know a lot of different wrestling companies down here in Southern California What? Where we can get booked, I mean, after all this madness. Uh, what, part, what part of Cali are you from, sir? Oh, I live in Los Angeles. Los Angeles? I got a, I got a buddy of mine that lives in Van Nuys. Okay, yeah, um, that's where uh, yeah. that's where Knox Pro Academy, Rakishi's uh, Wrestling School, is in Van Nuys right I, now. If I can, let me pop his band. Uh, he's got a band down there called Fracture. It's okay. a guy from Waylon Jennings. <laughs> Legit, that's his name, Waylon Jennings. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. But uh, honestly, there's no cheap plug, cheap plug for my boy. But um, nah, man, we we definitely want to go down to Cali, dude. I've been um, I'm a big fan of uh, uh and I believe it's California. It's uh, Santino Brothers. Yes, sir. Or Santino Bros. Yes, dude. Some of the best training you will ever see online is from those guys right there. So like, right. definitely you know, trying to help like, out the wrestling community. Well, what we do, because uh, I run a training school at American Pro Wrestling, and um, what we do is uh, we take some of their concepts, you know, their concepts, uh, Doctor Tom Pritchard's concepts, because right. um, he has kind of like an eight stand, uh, an eight step kind of blow up program he does, um, and then Santino Brothers. I just love all the extra stuff that they make the guys go through that, you know, me as an old dog, you know, like when I come into the business, you know, I was a bigger guy. So I did big guy stuff, you know, and as I slammed up, I started doing more small guy stuff. Um, and watching those cats right there, you know, we don't have a lot, you know, we're in the dirty, dirty here, you know what I mean? We're in the deep south, but, you know, there's not a lot of, a lot of lucha training going on around here, you know what I mean? So, right, right. Know, we have, you know, we have to take some of those concepts and, you know, trial and error. But, um, man, I, I really dig those cats down there. And, uh, nah, it's, uh, we'd love to get to Cali, man. We'd love to get to Cali. I probably got a place we can stay if we get there. But. Oh, you sure do, brother. Right <laughs> over here at Otto Von Clutch's Casa. <laughs> there we go, man. That's what I'm talking about. But, yeah, man, uh, any any info on bookings, uh, you know, like I said, is much appreciated. Um you know, uh, have, it's a brotherhood. Uh, have you know, you're trying to help problem. each other out, trying to get each other to different places, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're trying to get any and everywhere we can. Uh, right now, um, we're fortunate that our shoots are uh, hour wise. It's Monday through Thursday, so we usually have Friday, Saturday, and Sundays for booking. Uh, and if it's local or you know at least up, you know to an hour or two, we can do them during the days as well. Um, but 
yeah, man, we just try to get in as much as we can in a plan, but we're in the ring. Yeah. Now, have you seen a little effect from the? I'm sorry, Granny. Have you seen a little effect from the? Uh, you know, have any bookings kind of fell by the wayside now that this happened? I noticed not to troll on you, but I noticed that you guys were doing an event. I believe it was like April 6th, somewhere around there. I mean, and I imagine that's probably not happening now, right? Yeah. Um, it, man, it, everything's on. Uh, everything's on standby. We were supposed to go to Russell America this weekend. Yes, sir. Um, and that didn't pan out. Uh, so we ended up doing a. Uh, we ended up doing American Pro Wrestling show. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, right now, uh, I think everything's just kind of wait and see. Um, you know, because it goes. It goes a little deeper than that. You know, like my stepson. You know, his school just got shut down for three weeks. So, you know, we're having to work that out. And, you know, so, I mean, you know, just general life in general right now seems to be an issue. I mean, hell, I'll tell you like this, you know, like the old lady hit me up and said she needed me to grab something from the grocery store for the radio interview. I go to the grocery store, they got the whole thing shut down with people in there doing, like, deep cleaning and hazmat. Yep, yep. (laughs) <laughs> you know, all of our all of our stores in Arkansas are like closing, like at like the Walmart stores and everything. Mm-hmm. Eleven o'clock, they're open from six in the morning to eleven o'clock at night. I mean, yeah. so yeah, that's babe. I mean they're all doing you know they're all doing that, and it's it's crazy. I mean it's crazy everywhere. I mean I, I just you know I, I won't get into. Any other worldviews in that, just because it seems to offend people anytime anybody talks about <laughs> any kind of point of view. Uh, but I, I'm gonna say this: like, I, I think we just need kind of like, as a country, need to calm down, take a real deep breath, and understand Amen. that we understand we've survived a bunch of these near apocalypse events, and I think we'll be okay. Um, you know, people can quit buying all the toilet paper, and you know it, it'll be all right. We'll get through it. So. <laughs> you know, but yeah, everything's everything's kind of on standstill. We have a um, we had a small tour book uh, for um, later in April down at some of the military bases down in Myrtle Beach. And uh, I don't know if that's going to go down now, which really sucks because. That's a we big were working it out where I was going to be working Ryan. So that really sucked. But you uh, said working Rhino. I, well, if the events go on, yeah. Possibly. That was my that well, was my dad's you know, uh, tag team partner. <laughs> man, that dude's a beast, man. <laughs> we we had we had a wrestling show scheduled in Searcy, Arkansas, and Rhino. If it's the same Rhino, Rhino was supposed to be there at that event, and that event got canceled this weekend. So, yeah, for yeah. CWA. So, I'm hoping I'm hoping it works out. I hope it goes down. Um, you know, as it looks right now, if it does, uh, my son uh, should be working with uh, Blanco Loco, and I'll be working with Rhino. Then I just tagged up because it's about a three day tour. So. Uh, you know, it'll be three shows, three days. So I'm sure they'll have a little something for us. But 
you know, otherwise, if not, you know, we'll be in uh we'll try and find another show. And if we can't get on another show, we'll be in a ring training somewhere. So either way, ropes are getting hit, bumps are being taken, asses are getting handed to them. So uh <laughs> with that being said here, we got uh, victim of the fall as our guest here. Uh we got about uh well we got about ten minutes here left before we gotta wrap it up. And uh, I'm going to announce real – I just got to announce uh, real quick. We're going to take a quick little time out. I just want to um, uh, let everybody know who we got coming up next week. Uh, we got Amputee Monday next week. Uh, we have uh, Brandy Garvin. Uh, she's missing a leg. We have Elizabeth Dalvin. She's missing her arm. And we have uh, uh, we have uh, Eddie Spaghetti, uh, who is a Hollywood stunt double. And uh, it's not going to be, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, because he will definitely kick all our asses if we step out of the line with him. So I just want to let everybody know, tune in. And I also want to let everybody else know this. Uh, sports may be canceled, uh, and things are going up. But you know what? Granny, the icon, the big swing, and auto one clutch, we are not going anywhere. We're going to be here to entertain you. If we're all quarantined, we're all still going to call in, still going to get together, so we're all going to stay together uh, as a, as the family that we are to entertain you guys. If you guys want to call in any time and talk about stuff, we'll we'll do that. Okay, now back to our regular schedule forecast. So, guys, if our fans want to check you guys out to see what you're doing, uh, if you guys got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, what do you got? All right, so I'm old and don't know all that stuff, so I'm going to send this over to my young, more than capable son to give you all that information. Um, as a matter of fact, we have a Twitter account at Victim of the Fall. We have uh, Snapchat at VOF underscore Snap. Talk uh, to the Instagram at VOF underscore Pro Wrestling. Uh, Kilgore VOF on Facebook. Give me a friend request. Kilgore 99, like page. Uh, Damien Legion on Facebook. Um, the same on, uh, on, uh, Twitter. And, um, if, uh, if you need to send us an email or anything like that, uh, you can send it to DamienLegion966 at gmail.com. Or uh, victim of the fall pro wrestling at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, we also got a full resume and plenty of stuff for people to see. And yeah, man, hit us up. Now, uh, you know, you guys mentioned, you know, we, we got all this stuff going on in, uh, you know, around, uh, you know, around the U.S. with this coronavirus. Uh, do you guys uh, know uh, when your net match, match is, if it's still on or not? Uh, yeah, no, we'll be right now. We're uh, we're local because again, we don't have anything out of town booked right now, just because of you know, what's going on and nobody really knows. So we'll be in Bowling Springs this Saturday. Um, I'll be uh, kicking Joey Reimer's ass the Saturday night in the lot and. Uh, I think uh, Kilgore 99 over here is going to be wrestling Chris Jane, I believe. Yeah, Chris Jane. One thing I wanted to ask real quick, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I'm just going to 
curious if you guys could go over this, uh, how you guys' names came about. <laughs> well, mine, okay, so, like, I'm not going to say my shoot name, but um, so my name, my first name comes from my son because he got me into this. If it weren't for him talking to me, I wouldn't probably be. Um, so, and his name, I think, was a street that uh, he had a friend that lived on or something like that, and he always liked the name. I don't know he'd have to tell you. Cool, 99 was the name of a uh, neighbor that he used to get Where? from. Put your voice to the speaker. We can't hear. Uh, Kilgore is actually from... It's the name of a river that I used to go swimming in, uh, just a, a really meaningful, you know, enjoyable place. And 99 is the year that I was born, and it's a number that represents me. And uh, so you now, uh, 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 I'm just, this, this is for uh, the, the Legion there. Uh, yeah. You got admit, though, when your son was born, I'm sure my dad would say this too. The happiest day of his life was when he found out that he had a, that he was going to have a son. Would you concur? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's my uh, he's my firstborn son. It's not my firstborn child, but he's my firstborn son. Um, so yeah, that you know that's special. Um, and I just had a uh, I just had a, another child. Um, so uh, another lineage to the legacy, so to speak. Uh, Brody Axe. Is he is he a wrestler too? Oh, he will be. I mean, he's only like two months old right now, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Slow down, buddy. Slow down. We're getting there. Well, I, now, I haven't taken the arm here, son. Do you guys think that uh, you guys will be the next demolition? Well, I mean, that would be cool. Um, Except I'd like to thank you. There you go. So my man well, says we're going to be the first victim of the fall, not the next demolition. <laughs> that 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 is uh, that is awesome. Um, you know, I'll tell you, you guys uh, have, have been most wonderful, and uh, we do got to wrap this up. Uh, I do appreciate. Uh, you guys taking time out of your schedule uh, to join us tonight, and uh, we're hoping that uh, you know uh, you guys would be willing to uh, come on again. Um, and uh, you know, it, it's just awesome that uh, you guys take the uh, take the time uh, out of your schedule to join us. And uh, even most wonderful. And the one thing is, I do want you guys to let you know we want you to be safe. Uh, we know uh, this coronavirus stuff is very serious. So we want you guys to take care of yourselves. Uh, when you guys are going up and down the road, uh, Kilgore, stop falling asleep. You guys got you got to be the navigator. Uh, and, uh, you know, you guys are awesome, and thank you. From the bottom Man, of my heart, we're glad that you guys uh, are joining us tonight. You guys don't know how much you mean to us and how much we want you guys uh, to join us again because it's just awesome to have you guys with us. Man, we appreciate it. We appreciate the opportunity to uh, be able to get our voices out to a different audience that we wouldn't normally be able to get it out to. And the, same, you know, the same to you and your family. You know, make sure uh, make sure that you use as much Pure Rail as you possibly can, and uh, 
you know, try not to buy up all the damn toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, well, man, definitely. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And then uh, I'll be. Uh, Thanks, I'll guys. Let you guys know when we get you. I'll let you guys know when we get your care uh, care package in the mail. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He ain't going to send you nothing unless you pay him, Icon. Damn it. Every yeah, damn penny. Uh-huh. Want it all. There we go. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, like I said, it's been great. It's been fun. And, uh, you know, we're we're still going. We're still rocking and rolling despite all this lock-ins and all this madness. So next Monday, uh, pending any, you know, government restrictions on on airwaves, uh, we 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 will be on. Uh, we, we will have interviews for you, and um, we will we will be continue to be the best damn wrestling podcast on the internet. So stay tuned for that. And, um, you know, obviously when, when Icon gets his care package, I'm sure you'll all hear about it because I'll be the first one to want to tell all of you. So stay tuned for that as well. Take care, yes, guys. Y'all be good. All right, thank you. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, that was great. Great little, little father-son action there. That was that was awesome. It's always good to see the father and son action, man. You know, they're, they're a team, <laughs> a cohesive unit. you got to love that. Well, you know, uh, yeah. you know, I failed to, you know, I didn't want to bring up the tension that you have with your father, but that's uh, we already covered that in the past. So if you guys want to go back and check our archives, you guys can hear all about that. That's why I didn't do we, bring it up. Do we have two minutes? We have oh, two no. exactly. Oh my goodness! Well, let me shoot for one minute real quick. Right. We have something happening. I have something happening that's going to revolutionize what's cracking right now. So in three out? weeks' time, oh. in three weeks, I will be having an Iron Man match with Maverick. It's going to be a no-holds-barred, falls-count-anywhere Iron Man match inside Ooh. of this desolate arena out in Barstow, California. And we're going to stream it live for everyone on Facebook and everyone on Instagram to watch at no cost. It's going to be a hard-hitting match, and that will be happening in three weeks' time. I just want to give a little spoiler alert out there, but that is going to happen. We will definitely be watching, um, so check that out. Last Man Standing, uh, no no holds barred, and also no fans. So that's going to be interesting to see as well uh, in a quiet arena. But either way, I'm sure we will watch it because we can't get enough of wrestling, and we want to see Otto you know, perform live. So anyways, we will see you guys all next week. Again, pending anything crazy, uh, be safe out there. Don't do anything stupid. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll see you. Yeah, bro. Dead man walking. You got it now.